0: Welcome to the second Endless Knot Podcast, a space where children can speak their minds without judgment. Today, we will be talking about ending curriculum injustice. Why is it that teachers use the same curriculum that they used years ago when times have changed? Throughout history, there have been so much change in our world. For example, having the first African-American president, Malala being the youngest to win the Nobel Peace Prize. But educators continue to teach the same concepts year after year with the old resources. And why aren't we using current resources to help us teach our students? Too often, money plays a factor because there is no money to keep up with current times. Education seems to be on the back burner in many states across our nation. When it is time to cut to save our government spending, education is the first to go. As First Book says on their website, As the world becomes smaller and increasingly diverse in its cultures and experiences, it is crucial that all children have access to books that serve as both windows and mirrors. Kids who see their own experiences reflected in books gain self-confidence, while reading about experiences that differ from their own helps kids develop healthy curiosity and empathy. When you go into many teacher class libraries, you will find the same books that were used when I was a child books of white little boys and girls with no children that look like me or my students. These books are insults to our students because they are old and outdated. I remember taking over a teacher's classroom in 2018. She had tons and tons of books, but oftentimes they weren't taken care of. And they were moldy and not appealing. They were falling apart. This will not engage children to pick up these books to read them and learn from them. As I was making this podcast I realized that there have been rich books that people have been written, have written throughout history however teachers just keep them on their shelves and do not expose children through read aloud or circle time why is this over time have these books been pushed to the side of the shelf only to collect dust only to collect dust there are great titles out there that need to be shared with children like how full is your jar Something Beautiful, and Big Rain. These books have cultural perspectives. The pages are full of wonderful ideas and thoughts about children of all backgrounds. As the saying goes, a picture tells a thousand words. If we only show them pictures without them in it, they will grow up to believe that they aren't important and their lives don't matter. They will grow up with a perspective that is not real. How do we engage children through critical thinking of a text? There's so many rich P4C conversations that occur If we expose children through rich literature of diversity, such as gender, ethnicity, and abilities, teachers need to pick these books up and use them as their read-alouds, have them in their P4C discussions, or have them used in a project. As a teacher, you have the power to take children on adventures to different parts of the world and give them experiences to help them build knowledge, empathy towards others, and learn about others around the world. As I read research of young children, too often adults do not listen to children as they should. I am guilty of that. I had to train myself to listen to my children stop and really try to understand what they are trying to communicate with me. At a young age, children are learning to express themselves through words and actions. They're learning about all the feelings that one can have and learning self-regulation of how to express it without being hurtful to others. When you read literature about child development, the one topic that lacks is the ethical and moral development of children. This is usually a touchy subject and teachers, parents and adults do not want to have these conversations with small children. But believe it or not, children have great thinking. As adults, we need to give these children opportunities to have conversations and allow them to express themselves. As adults, we need to have these conversations to build a democratic society, which helps children to think of social equality, and respect others in their community. Hearing Everyone's Voice by Susan Hopkins is a book about educating young children for a peaceful and democratic community. If we start teaching these things at a young age, children will be able to deal with issues of fairness, become empathetic towards others, and have respect for others and their opinions. Yes, it sounds like a lot for a five, six, and seven-year-old, but that is where the conversations begin. As Hopkins states, the end goal is to have children build on specific skills and have the values that allow them to contribute to such a world. It's never too late to reframe your thinking as an adult and learn tips on how to have these tough conversations. These conversations will lead to greater awareness and our own unconscious bias towards others and help young children. In the last year, philosophy for children has become a lifestyle for me. I have always hoped that one day my own children, Logan and Skylar, could learn through P4C. I didn't realize that having the everyday conversations I do with them has already embedded philosophical thinking into their thoughts. And especially with COVID-19 now, I'm having to drive them in the morning to grandparents' house so I can go to work. We've been having these, what I call, car conversations. Michelle Obama's mother, Marianne Robinson, said, You need to listen to your children. They know more than we think they do. Today, we will be having a philosophical discussion with my seven-year-old daughter, Skylar. Skylar, say hi to the audience. Hi! We're going to talk about tough topics that grown-ups usually talk about. When you look at social justice, it is all about equality. To be socially just, every individual individual must be treated equitably and fairly by society. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's begin by talking about books in your classroom. What kind of books do you have in class? Do you have books that have kids that look like you? Do these children have different colored skin?
1: Since we are distance learning, I remember booked with animals in them from first grade Qualified The Kissing Hand, Click, Clack Moo.
0: So, you don't have books of, ch- of children that are like you? Mm-mm. What kinds of books does your teacher read to you?
1: She's reading BFG right now. They never read us books, like from kindergarten and first grade.
0: I didn't know that. So, the teachers in kindergarten and first grade don't read books to you guys?
1: Uh, uh, uh-uh. all they let us is just look at books and then kindergarten this make us do work and after if we have free time, let color.
0: Hmm, do you like to read? What are you reading now?
1: Yes, Mulan. It sounds interesting. It inspired me to do what I want to do. She, she standed up for what she wanted to do.
0: So you like Mulan because you're able to do things that even boys can do? Um yeah. Why did you choose to pick Malala for Miss Gali's very impactful person project?
1: That's the only only one I knew mostly about.
0: I know she was super happy that you picked Malala because everybody was picking presidents or Thomas Jefferson, but you decided to go outside of the box and you chose Malala. Yeah. How did you hear about Malala?
1: The book that you let me read from your classroom?
0: Remember when you were younger, I bought you the crayons with the skin color? Why was it so important that you had the right crayon color for the person's skin?
1: I wanted it to look like the real person, like black. A person isn't black, black like the crayon.
0: So you wanted to represent your artwork with the right color skin?
1: Yes, like mine. I'm a little tannish.
0: I remember you always wanting peach. peach, 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 peach until I gave you, gave you those crayons and then you found tan, you yeah, said? Yeah,
1: because inside, those, they, the person who like maybe made those crayons never really make the, make tan, they only made peach.
0: And white and black. Mm. And what, brown. And brown. I was thinking the same thing. What do you think of would happen if teachers brought tough topic books into the classroom?
1: Oh, the kind... The kids might actually know more about that thing like Malala Doctor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You may want to know more about that person, be interested about that person, and know more about it. It could also be a thing like the Statue of Liberty.
0: I never thought about that, so you're talking about not only learning about people, but you're also talking about objects. So you're saying it's not only about people, but it's about places, objects, like the Statue of Liberty was a symbol of friendship between France and the United States. Yes.
1: Also, if you say there's something like, else that is, um, that is, like,
0: so, you're not only learning about the person, but their culture? Yeah, like
1: like Malala's one, she, her culture is like
0: Pakistanian,
1: Pakistanian. So and she like wears different clothes, like for the, so the girls actually in their, um, in their place they have to the the girls have to cover the whole body
0: does that make you feel like you would be more kind to a person so if a person came to your school looking like malala you wouldn't laugh at her you'd be more understanding
1: yeah because we would know more about their culture and another thing is we don't want to tease that person because that's being rude and then that might hurt their feelings
0: Interesting. I remember buying you a Malala book. You were so interested in it, in it, that you picked up this book. um, Malala, My Story of Standing Up for Girls' Rights. So can you tell me about it? What is this book about?
1: It's about telling her true story of what happened in the past. Malala actually wrote it. Even if the Taliban broke the girl's school and she still wanted to go to school, one day someone shot her and she had to go to the hospital. She saw a lot of people surrounding her. Doctors, she saw three eyes and two noses, three mouths. If they hit the side of her brain, they may have a bad injury. They may be seeing things that aren't true.
0: How do you feel when these awful things were happening to her? I felt mad because the Taliban were
1: being rude by destroying girls' schools. They wanted them to do chores and the
0: boys to be
1: smart.
0: Smart. Do you think that mommy should have let you read this kind of books? Or do you think you're too young?
1: I think you should have because um, I got to learn more about like these persons like Dr. Martin Luther King, Malala so then like when we have something to do we could just write about that person we all are like someone is learning and then you could share it all the things that you know to them. Do you think girls should be treated this way? No because because you should be treated in an equal way. Because if one person gets to do this thing and the other person cannot, they aren't being treated nicely from the other person. Do you think kids your age are too young to learn about these topics? No, because kids should learn about these things like Dr. Martin Luther King's story when he wanted to change the rules of black and white. So they could learn to to be good people and treat others nicely.
0: One night you were looking at epic books online. Why did you choose to read I am peace, I am yoga and I am human?
1: To me I thought they were good because it's mindfulness.
0: I really liked how you said you wanted to create a book, I am kindness, but you never got to write it yet, yeah. yeah. Scarlett, I'm very proud of you. Um I'm glad that I exposed you to these kind of things, like our recent book that we read, Maya Lin. Um, can you tell me a little bit about this book? In
1: that book, she wasn't an artist, and then he, that someone was asking. In that, she, um, they wanted there was a competition. Competition, so Ma- Maya Lin wanted to sign up, and then she took some pictures, and then imagined it in Her head, and then she made it on a post. She she painted it, and then, in that on, and then the the people said, um, they should, um, so like four people said, um, Marilyn was the winner, but then other people said 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 mean things because she wasn't famous. So what the people said was, "Um, her design looked like a bat, a boomerang, a black gash of shame. And their anger was stung May me, May, Maya. Maya. Yeah.
0: So was she being brief for standing up to them? yes she was yeah I'm, I'm excited when we can go when covid 19 is gone i'd like to yeah i like to take you to the veterans memorial is that
1: a true story
0: it is a very it is a true story the inspirational story of um, maya lynn yeah and it, it has a connection to you because you like art mm-hmm. and you're asian i think I- skylar yes you are i think we should be the change and give you and logan's teachers book titles that could help them teach kids about social justice issues so i already have a stack that i've been collecting to give to them um want to build your library this is a recommendation from parents and for parents and teachers first books and scholastics um, books have a great diversity section to build your own home and school library after listening to this podcast i hope it makes you wonder about your own practices i hope it also makes you wonder how you can share your knowledge with other teachers and adults. That are around you and encourage them to rethink about children's literature be the voice for your students and your own children start to plant seeds of diversity thank you for listening thank you skylar for being my guest You're welcome. next episode skylar and i talking about another t- tough topic the election this year with donald trump and joe biden, biden. stay tuned